Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here today to talk to you about some of the miracle stories that are happening right here in our own city, in our own state, every day. My name is Tony Kosha, and the title of our show is Tony's 50,000 Coincidence Miracles. Please note, uh, this show is not about religion, and we're not trying to change anyone's religion, and we're not trying to get you to join any religion. Uh, it's just about miracle stories. I don't know of any religion on the planet that doesn't talk about miracles. Uh, that's why religions begin, because they have something that's telling them there's really a God. But we're not going to get into that. We're going to just talk about miracles and leave the decisions about all that up to you. So we don't care what religion you are. Uh, we just want to talk about miracles. Uh, if you are an atheist, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy the program as well, although I can't guarantee you'll remain an atheist very long after you hear uh, many, many convincing stories, uh, coincidence kinds of stories about miracles. Uh, you can email me your own stories if you wish. Um, we'll try to use all we can on the show. I can't guarantee we will, depending on volume and time. But you're welcome to send your stories on to us, and we will mention them when we can. Or you can send them to the following email address. Um, uh, but please notice that if we do use your story, we won't mention your name. We'll keep you anonymous. And we suggest that in your story, when you send it to us, don't use your correct name. That way anyone listening will not be able to figure out that it was you that sent the story in. Uh, the email address you can send your stories to uh, is very easy to remember. It consists of two words and three numbers. The first word is Tony, spelled T-O-N-Y. And the second word is and, spelled A-N-D. And the numbers are 777. So once again, the name is Tony and 777 at AOL.com. Well, let us begin. Our first coincidence miracle today is from a grandparent who tells us they text, sent text to their grandchildren something like once a quarter or once every four or five months. Um, and they were inspired one day to do that. And just as they had gotten it all ready to send, they were just ready to click send. They got a text that came in from one of their grandchildren uh, citing something for the grandparent and the point that the grandparent is making to us is that this was a coincidence uh, because they were inspired to send a note and they were following what they were inspired by God to do and the perfect timing of getting a text from their grandkids at the same moment uh, is certainly a coincidence miracle and that's the way they see it as well. Our next coincidence miracle is from a woman who tells us uh, she was inspired to pray for the tornado victims. Um, there was a period in the year 2023 where um, many tornadoes were happening in the Midwest, southern and Midwest, uh, and it was on the news, on, on the radio while she was driving. So she felt compassion and she was inspired to say a prayer for the people who were affected, adversely affected by the tornado. And when she finished, a car passed her just as she finished her prayers, and the car had a license plate number 777. Those of you who have been listening to our radio show on a regular basis, you know that 
777 turns up quite often in many people's stories, but there are a lot of other holy numbers. Um, all the numbers are holy except the number 666. So whenever you see three twos, three fours, three fives, three sevens, uh, they are reflective of holy things and they have holy meanings attached to them. If you go to our website, you can listen to our free audio, uh, which explains the meaning of numbers. There's a chapter in our book, and it's all free. So I'll give you our website so you can check that out. The website is WCAT, which is CAT. So it's WCATRadio.com slash miracles slash, one more time, WCATRadio.com dot com slash miracles slash our next coincidence miracle is from a woman who had a stillbirth um, they were pregnant and the and the child passed away before actual delivery uh, so it's called still stillborn uh, and she relates a wonderful experience she had recently because uh, the baby was uh, passed away, expired, went to heaven uh, several years before the Sandy Hook uh, massacre in Sandy Hook, Connecticut. Uh, but she relates to us that she was inspired one day to actually notice, she was in prayer, and while she was praying, she got inspired to notice that uh, the child that was still born uh, that didn't survive the delivery process would have been one of the students in the Sandy Hook School where the massacre occurred. And that was an amazing realization for her because she relates to us that she had many weeks of sadness. It took a long time for her to get over the stillbirth that she experienced because the family had been preparing for about seven months for the arrival of this new baby. There were other siblings involved, and everyone had created things, uh, artifacts, and uh, painted things on the walls, on the, on the baby's, uh, the, the bedroom that was going to be, be the baby's bedroom. And so when the stillbirth occurred, the whole family was uh, affected negatively and sadly. Uh, so she had done a lot of thought over the years about it. But when the Sandy Hook massacre occurred, she realized that God had spared her the tremendous and terrible grief and sadness of having a child in the Sandy Hook Massacre. Uh, they lived, the family lived in a place where they would, they would have been into the Sandy Hook school system. So I hope uh, some of you can relate to this, that God's plans sometimes uh, are perplexing. But in this woman's case, she found out many years later, uh, I guess maybe five or six years later, uh, maybe seven, I don't know how many exact years, but she's positive her child would have been in that classroom. And so she's grateful to God that although each situation was very sad to have a parent go through, she's grateful that God spared her being part of the Sandy Hook Massacre. Our next coincidence miracle is uh, from someone who saw the movie titled, Hey God, Are You There? It's Me, Margaret. Once again, the title of the movie is, Hey God, Are You There? 
It's Me, Margaret. It's a wonderful movie. I saw it myself as well, and it's uh, about a, a young girl reaching the age of puberty uh, with her and her friends experiencing that for the first time. Uh, and what happens during the movie is Margaret, who's talking to God in the title here, Margaret becomes a very good friend and be, is able to trust and believe and trust God to guide her and help her. And it's a wonderful movie. I understand it's a very famous and popular book as well, and that many women, um, when they're young girls, uh, their parents have given them the book to read. It helps uh, young ladies to understand uh, what they're going through in puberty. Uh, so it was a great movie. And this person relates to us that that very same evening, that night, uh, they turned the TV on and they watched uh, uh, Robert Morris, Pastor Robert Morris, who said uh, in his lecture that night that God is very, very interested uh, to have a close personal relationship with every human being on the planet. And so they're relating to us that this was a coincidence miracle, that the movie about Margaret, uh, she becomes a close friend of God, and here's Pastor Robert Morris talking about on that same night how God indeed wants uh, all of us to become his close personal friends. And by the way, I always tell everybody constantly, God does all the work. I mean, we ask God to help us, and he does all the work. If you read the lives of the saints, we've had 10,000 saints in the last 2,000 years alone, you'll notice in the lives of the saints that God does all the work. He causes the saints to notice a lot of coincidence miracles. He causes the saints to see a lot of signs and wonders. Uh, he convinces them by the things that they experience in their life that they are having miracles happen to them every single day. So God does all the work. We just need to ask him to help us to be his friend, and he does all the work for us. There is just one thing that we need to do, and it's cited in the Bible uh, in um, the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. Again, it's Luke, chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. Just remember the end of Luke, chapter 10, because that's where uh, God tells us in the Bible that only one thing is necessary. So God does all the work for us, but there's only one thing that we need to do. It's only one thing necessary, and that is for us to keep asking God what to do and do what he tells us. So he does all the work, but you need to ask him what to do so you'll be in the right place at the right time and be able to say and do the right things at the right time. I think it's a wonderful thing to remember. I taught Sunday school for 45 years, and I've told all of my students there's only one thing that we need to do. Keep asking God what to do, and rest assured he will inspire you and send the ideas into your mind. If you keep asking him what to do, he'll do that. He'll tell you what to do, and you'll wind up noticing miracles every day. Our next coincidence miracle is from someone who was driving a long distance. They were going to be attending a very large meeting. Apparently, it's a large conference that they attend annually. And when they got close to where the meeting was, they they asked God to inspire them which lot to go to. Apparently, there were four parking lots, large ones, and they were inspired to go to parking lot number four. 
And when they got there, the first uh, opening they saw to park in, they pulled in, and it turns out there was a car parked right in front of them, in front of the parking spot that was available for them. There was a car that already preceded them, and the license plate on that uh, car was license plate number 444, and they were in parking lot number 4, and they certainly take this to be a coincidence miracle, a, a sign from God that... They had asked him where to. They had asked God where to park, and this was a great confirmation because they were inspired, silently in their mind, to go to lot number four. And when they get there, the, the car in front of them has a license plate number four four four. Like three confirmations. Uh, it's clearly a coincidence, miracle at least. I was at a park one day in Connecticut, passing out cards, little business cards about my two books and my lectures and my website um, just to help people have a thing that they could use to get a lot of answers um, for, for things that I've gotten answers for in my life. And I had wonderful discussions with many people, but I came across a couple, a married couple. They were married for many years, and they related to me that they're always arguing about religion. They they get into bitter debates, etc. And so I was inspired to tell them that in my life, I've learned the best thing to do when that's happening is start sharing your understanding of the Bible. You know, read a chapter in the Bible or a passage or a paragraph and then talk to each other about what does it mean to you. Stay away from arguing about religion. Just see what God inspires both of you to say about certain scripture passages. This is called Lexio Divino divine lecturing and you learn a lot from each other and you you'll find a common ground and you'll stop all of the arguing and I looked at the the wife and uh, she had a tear of joy coming down her cheek and she said to me I'm so grateful you stopped by because I am always trying to prove his religion wrong and I see what you're saying and I will do that in the future God bless you all I'll talk to you next week <music>